0: Hey, this is Scott. Noni, you're listening to the WNF Podcast.
1: You're listening to the official Wrestling News Source Podcast. For all your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com.
2: Or find us on Facebook by searching WrestlingNewsSource.com or WNS Podcast. Now, here are your hosts, Daniel Heron, Tyler Abert, and duh. That's right. What's up, everyone? I am Daniel Heron. I'm Tyler A. I'm Doug. And we welcome you to episode 165 of the official podcast for WrestlingNewsSource.com. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com. Check us out on Facebook, WrestlingNewsSource.com. Find us on Facebook, WNS Podcast, on YouTube, WNS Video, and on iTunes, Wrestling News Source Podcast.
3: We're also on DUD Twitter. DUD Twitter. Da, wait, that white? you fucking up oh, already. Right. I messed it up. I'm sorry. <laughs> We're also on Stitcher, <laughs> Player.fm, and Beyond Pod uh, Search Wrestling News Source Podcast to find us.
1: Um, we're on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> the main site's at WNSource, and uh, we are at WNS Podcast. <laughs> and uh, yeah, Daniel's at WNS underscore Daniel. Tyler's at Tyler underscore
2: and We use it all the time.
3: Sorry, guys. I'm gonna get back into Twitter for my personal account soon, so. <laughs> or try to.
2: Yeah. So welcome <laughs> to the show. Got a lot to talk about. Gonna cover NXT, Raw, um, some hot topics. Q&A. Also going to have an interview with special guest Scott Norton from the Flash. NWO. Flash. Absolutely. So it's going to be really cool. I want to stick around for that. So welcome to the show. I have a lot to talk about. First, how you guys doing? I'm good. Yeah? Yeah. You doing all right? Yeah. Good. Doug, welcome back. Certainly yeah. missed you. Welcome glad to have back. you back.
1: Yeah. Glad to be back. Uh, big ups to Ryan for stepping in for me last week while yeah.
2: I took care of some... Uh, Taking care of business. Business. Every day. Taking business it's doug's way and there you go so yeah so uh, glad to have you back got a lot to talk about going to dive into some feedback first one's coming to us from stitcher uh i believe this is alan i'm not sure if i mispronounced it I'm, what was that I'm sorry huh oh stitcher. he's doing a yes to stitcher all right thanks Tyler. Uh, Saying, greetings, gentlemen. Once again, another great episode. Y'all hit the nail on the head this week about the fans. It drives me insane when the crowd starts cheering stupid stuff for the sake of wanting to be a part of the show or in protest of Daniel Bryan not being the top guy. The key to showing you want Bryan on top is not to react at all to the matches he's not in. Go to the concession stand or bathroom during an Orton match or change the channel when Cena is on. Um, That's his show. Uh, show That's how you show... Uh, the WWE who you want to see, a buddy of mine and I are going to a house show in Corpus Christi in March. Nice. We're driving from Shiner to Corpus on a Sunday to see this show because Daniel O'Brien is on the bill. We aren't going to the Closer show in Austin the night before because we don't want to see Cena. That's how you show Brian instead of Orton or Cena. Or That's how you show you want Brian instead of Orton or Cena. And if uh, we are next to someone who starts <laughs> chanting stupid stuff, I will slap them. Anyways, I'll get off my soapbox now. Keep up the great work, guys. So thank you very much for the comments. Uh, Purpose
1: Christy, fellow Texan. Then, yeah, nice. cool.
2: very cool. So uh, drive <laughs> safe on that one. Uh, make sure you get your yes chance going as loud as you can. And uh, let us know how that goes. It's be- yeah,
3: make sure you have someone else to bail you out when you get, <laughs> <laughs> when you get arrested
2: for assault. Uh, yeah, just uh, make sure you can run faster than the guy who, you know. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, so, next feedback we have is from uh, from YouTube, from the King Trigg, saying, I see what Daniel is saying about the fans, but I disagree. I can see why the fans are angry, because it's not like we're getting worked or anything. It's been the same storyline with Brian for months. Uh, we all get he's being held down by the company, but when he gets his payback, knowing the w, uh, WWE, they will let Daniel Bryan die and then give him the belt. Also, about the merch thing, I saw a report. That Brian was number four. Sorry, I didn't. I don't remember who was above him as far as uh, sales. So, uh, so thank you for the uh, for the comments. Thanks for the for doing some research on that for us. We certainly appreciate that.
1: I believe it's Cena, Punk, Orton,
2: and then Brian. See, I don't see too many Orton shirts. So yeah, but
1: like the weird thing about when you go to the shop, uh, they oddly rank the guy. Well, I guess the shop looks differently now, but for mm. years they had uh, the old way of the shop. They had like pictures of the guys to click on Mm -hmm. and uh, they always had them like they didn't say here's the ranking of the most merch we sell but they always had like the top four or five merch sellers yeah because it would always be like it would be cena then it would be punk and then it would be orton and then for a while it was like ziggler in there Mm -hmm. uh, when he was moving some merch and brian was always about the number four guy
2: Mm. i never looked at it that way i was always like these are the main guys who are getting the focus right now well they
1: they didn't didn't come out and be like here is the top they were just saying like these these are the guys we know people are looking for
2: our top sellers okay Uh, i mean it's very possible i
1: disagree i think the crowd is getting worked to some degree
2: yeah we'll have to see you know they're 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 kind of teasing us a little bit as far as what they might be having planned um leading into wrestlemania but thank you uh for the uh for the feedback next one's coming to us from one two three mdf four five six uh from youtube saying the fans really pissed <laughs> me off last week i don't know
1: People... that's a bunch of crazy
2: numbers <laughs> well it could be you know one two three initials four five six okay maybe i don't know I, well I...
1: it sounds more logical when you said it then but whenever i heard it it was like blah
2: blah blah, 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 blah. oh like, yeah. wah 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 So, uh, saying, the fans really pissed me off this past week. There is no reason to chant Husky Harris other than to be trolls, especially during the Wyatt Reigns match. Maybe it wasn't the best match ever, but it's two young, promising guys in the main event. Isn't that what we want? I mean, it wasn't Cena versus Orton for the 50th time. So, uh, so yeah, you know, I can definitely see your point on that one. Uh, You know, you're seeing two up-and-coming stars who are supposed to be, you know, the future of the business, um... And the fans are just, you know, chanting just to chant. Oh. I mean, I'm glad
1: some people are starting to uh, come around on this because I've been saying this for like a full year since like WrestleMania. <laughs> I was like, these people are assholes. What mm-hmm. the fuck's their problem? And everyone's like, shut up, Doug. You're an asshole. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> well, do what you want to do. And now people are like, hey, this really isn't cool. Yeah. Glad some people are coming around on
2: it. I think it's uh, starting to wear, wear on people. And they'll be like, okay, I get it, you know, you know. We can't all be the New Jersey crowd, but they're going to try regardless. Um, and it's just one of those things. It it distracts, and so it takes away from the, from the feelings. Um, but next one coming to us from Elizabeth on YouTube saying, You guys uh, really hate the crowd. The trolling chants always amuse me, uh, but they don't tend to do it when something is interesting or when something interesting is happening. Uh, so start tearing creative a new one and stop ripping the crowd. On the other hand, I'm glad Hogan and Taker's return was not drowned out with chants of Daniel Bryan. I was worried that that was going to happen. And I'm also not a CM Punk fan. I'm happy he's gone, actually. But I'd like to see Daniel Bryan get trolled with CM Punk chants uh, just to see how he likes it. And lastly, Wyatt's shield at Elimination Chamber was hands down the best six-man tag I've ever seen. So thank you very much, Elizabeth. We certainly appreciate that. Um, and actually, well, uh, the past couple weeks,
1: I've seen plenty of like worthwhile stuff getting told by the crowd. Recently, yeah. To be honest. And, um, uh, the reason I don't shit on creative very much is that, uh, cause I'm fairly happy with a lot of stuff that's going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, Bri- I like Brian a lot. I think he's in a showcase spot. Um, I think the shield are doing cool things. The whites are doing cool things. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cesaro is doing cool things. I'm, I mean, that's all like stuff I'm high on and yeah. uh, that I'm excited about. I don't feel the need to shit on. Uh, I don't. I don't. I don't feel the need to come in here and lie to you. If I don't like something, I'll say I don't like it. Mm-hmm. But um, I also don't feel the need to like make up a bunch of uh, bullshit as to stuff not being cool just because like Dolph Ziggler isn't getting a push or something. So, right.
2: You know, like. <laughs> and, it, and it goes back to what we were talking about. Like, if if you know fans are saying oh Daniel Bryan's getting buried like no he's not he is still the main focal point you know like he he's in a storyline with Triple H right now which is he's
1: working with a top hill in the company
2: yeah so you know it's pretty big right now for him uh, you know things are going really well yeah he might not be getting the booking that you know the majority of the audience see once including myself but you know there's still possible time for him to turn that around by WrestleMania but even if they don't if he's in a one-on-one match against Triple H at WrestleMania that's kind of saying something you know saying dude you're you're big enough to go up against this guy's name you know this name at WrestleMania that's that's saying something
1: i mean it's a showcased match and it's with the top like it or not Triple H is the top heel in the company right now mm-hmm. and Brian's feuding with the top heel in the company and like um to go to to backpedal just a tad to what King Trigg was saying about uh, it's not like we're getting worked. They really mm-hmm. are treating him badly. I was like, no, I mean, like I don't want to come off like I'm like <clears throat> dissing all the fans because I, you know, I get worked like as, as much as anybody else. Whenever it was ha- started to happen. I was like, oh fuck this. Why are they? But you know, I come around and like I can like let it marinate and realize what's going on. And yeah, we are just getting worked. I mean, like, um. I do feel like we're in this like weird new. Um, if if you look at like last l- late last year, I was kind of talking about how they they've changed how they're doing things like a lot, and I think we have to like change how we look at um, how we determine what we think is good or bad from them because it's not the same old shit. They're doing things differently, mm-hmm. um, and I do believe this is elaborate work. Um, I d- I do think this is this is like just a a major push for Brian. They're giving him obstacles to overcome. Uh, it remains to be seen if they're going to give him the happy ending at WrestleMania. But even if they don't, they are clearly, they have him on the, like they have him like simmering on the burner. Like he's, yeah. he's
2: be patient. Your time will come.
1: Well, like, here's my thing. Like, um, some of the stuff I kind of like am grooving on now that I couldn't really wrap my ri- my mind around whenever I was saying that I feel like things are changing so much. I'm kind of having to take a step back and like take a take a different look about um, mm. how they're approaching things is, well, it's, I don't know, like take Randy Orton for instance, right? Like, um, I mean, okay, who are the guys who have the most heat in the company? You've got Orton, you've got Batista, you've got Triple H. Yeah. All those dudes have heat. Brian has a lot of heat, too. Babyface heat, heat. Yeah. He is heat. But, like, all those people have heat. No one else, honestly, not no one has heat but those guys right now. And the reason they have heat is because they're, it's like this weird, like, postmodern kayfabe era where, like, they've realized at a point where everybody's in on it. Mm-hmm. Once they step through the curtain, you're in on it. They can't work you in the ring anymore. Right. where they can work you is what happens behind that curtain. Mm-hmm. And we saw, like, kind of a foreshadowing of that where, like, Triple H and Stephanie and even Vince were, like, really playing into their um, the public perception of what they are. They're, like, they're kind of almost, like, glowing in, like, oh, people think that we uh, we we only like the big guys and we barely like... Yeah. And maybe that's true, maybe that's not. I mean, to a certain extent, it's true, but, you know, we they're don't...
2: They're addressing what people have, have talked about for so long, that never got talked about.
1: But that's where they can that's where they can work you now because they don't because you don't know if a guy's really getting buried in the back or not. Right. We all hear the rumors, we all read the dirt sheets, but they can't work you in the ring anymore. Mm-hmm. So whenever a guy goes out there and he puts on a he puts on a good, say, heel performance, because we're gonna talk about guys who are getting heat, a guy comes out there and he's putting <laughs> on a good heel performance. Well, you're either going to cheer ironically because you're a heel fan. He wants to cheer heels or you're going to uh, you're going to boo politely like mm-hmm. I tend to do to yeah. like to
2: to he's the bad guy. The bad guys get booed.
1: Right. Or but but it's not a visceral response. You're not right. getting real heat. But these guys are getting real heat mm-hmm. because the, they're working you in that this new post water. way. It's like people aren't booing. Orton because he's an effective heel. People are booing Orton because they believe he doesn't deserve the spot that he's in, right. and they are toying with your expectations right
2: now. I truly believe that's this. why he gets those cheap wins, and that's why he's
1: well. Not know. only that, but that's why he's the champ, right? He's yeah. the perfect fool, and even even Triple H, like, uh, why does Triple H have so much heat? Why is he so hateable? Because whenever he goes out there and he's like, he he, he does his he does his heel shtick, but he does it with an air about him where you're, where people are like no, motherfucker, I know you're really like that. I know mm-hmm. you're really like that. So they're, like, playing with your... Like, that's how they can work you. They can't work you in the ring anymore. Yeah. This is where they can work you. So I do think... And it remains to be seen. Maybe they don't give him the payoff, right? But I do think it's a, it's an elaborate work. Like, and even if... I feel like it may have been the best for... I mean, okay, there's you're always going to be able to argue, like, window of opportunity. Did they wait too long with Brian? Remain, right. Remains to be seen. And it's a valid argument. It is. But... What did they have to gain from them putting putting the belt on Brian when everybody was hot for him? Mm-hmm. They've got more to gain from. Uh, sorry. Is it cool? Yeah, you're good. No, I mean, they've got they've got more to gain from, you know, like, if they put the belt on him then, then people are just going to like, okay, he's a champ. That's what we wanted. So when he goes out to the ring, we're going to cheer politely for his good matches, and we're going to cheer him because he's a baby face, or we're going to boom because we don't like him. Right it's not a visceral response you're you're past all the like uh we help this guy get to where he is like he was he was getting done wrong and we we rallied to him and we we're partially responsible for this guy in his spot now like all that goes away so you don't have that like real visceral that's why he's such a like that's why he's such a legit baby face like cena is not a legit i mean cena is a baby face but he doesn't get that legit baby face heat right. like people aren't like people are really behind brian cuz they really feel they have a stake in his in if he succeeds or not right mm-hmm. yeah. and so if you just put the belt on him you're like okay good for brian then you're going to politely cheer his good matches or you're going to boo him if he's a heel politely or or whatever you're just going to give like you're going to run through the emote like the normal responses of a wrestling match but they can't work you and get that visceral heat anymore and this is like the only way they and i feel like they're playing with people's expectations <clears throat> they're playing with your 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 emotions here and like i feel that's like I think I think it's real. I think they really are stringing you along for Brian. I mean, yeah, it remains to be seen. Of course, I'm not saying this is what's happening, and you're dumb if you're falling for it because I I bit first two. And, and still, it remains to be seen if it's played off. But I think there's like, I think there's a lot of logic to that if you think about it. Like, they can't work you in the ring anymore. Everybody's in on it, but they can they can't play with their expectations of what happens behind the curtain. I think they're yeah. really like toying with that these days. And that's why people. That's why. Everyone hates Batista. Everyone hates Orton. Everyone because they think <laughs> those guys were in those spots, and that's why they're in the spots. Possibly because they can elicit that kind of response from you.
2: Know yeah, you know? that changed their game. Does that
1: up. make any sense or not? Just no, no,
2: it me. totally it makes it sense. Because you know you have to see how the how the payoff comes for for WrestleMania if they actually uh, give Bryan the chance. Yeah, I mean, like, so. I don't know.
1: <sighs> I just feel like we're in like this weird like postmodern, like kayfabe, so yeah. I don't know. I think it's a new way of doing
2: things. I don't know. Yeah. We'll have, we'll have to see, but thank you for the feedback uh, next bit of feedback that we have is from a uh, six-star criminal saying I want to point out everything stupid that I say mo- is most likely 100% me joking around that's going back to what uh, you know Tyler questioning him if he was joking or not saying uh, um, and about the WWE and the direction it's going regardless what people say or who's champion fans are gonna watch Uh, The way that they're holding back Daniel Bryan is probably the best thing that they can do with him I feel like when he eventually does have a run with the title. It'll be that much sweeter Um, I Also want to rant about Dolph Ziggler. I can't stand him I can't stand his character, and he's definitely not one of the best wrestlers at all He thinks he's so good, and he's so arrogant It just pisses me off (laughs) that people think he's so good when he does the same old shit week after week Watching one of his matches is just unbearable I would start bear puns again, but I'm not witty enough for it. Tyler is still a badass thank you. and can kill any bitch with his bear pan, with his bare hands. Oh, thank you. <laughs> how many bitches you been killing there? A lot. how. A I man. Oh, well, that kind of worries me. But uh, Was that a joke? Tyler's not a badass. I'm a badass. <laughs> Maybe a badass. <laughs> Maybe his ass is going bad. But... <laughs> Has your ass gone bad? I got to replace my ass. No, oh, he's got it. you know, got a Hold it in, and <laughs> hold it in, and get it up. Get what? it. What? Yeah. What's going uh, on? <laughs> what? Uh, next bit of feedback we have. Uh, I, Akm. I don't know if I should. Akm. I believe it's Ockham. Ockham, I, I'm not sure. It, you know, we're sorry if we bers- yeah, we're we're trying. Uh, but saying great shows always, guys. I agree with you with the, about the trolling fans. I uh I thought that the fans at the Raw after WrestleMania last year were amazing, but now with every crowd doing it, it's becoming annoying. I still don't have a problem with that WrestleMania crowd because it seemed more organic, and the idiots doing it now are starving for attention. I think WWE creative is constantly wetting the bed, trying to throw things together in order to draw attention away from Daniel Bryan, not getting the big push. I understand the Hogan news got leaked by TMZ, but they still shouldn't have thrown it out there and announced it on the app. I have no problems with the end of the Elimination Chamber, which makes uh, which makes no sense for Brian to win in that situation, but they need to do something about the main event at Mania. It seems they haven't taken into account this Mania will be as historic as the first Mania with the first major event on the network will be the Persecure... Uh, precursor as to what to expect from pay-per-views in the future uh, and I'm glad that you brought up the WWE Network because they are te- they are trying to test it out with their uh, live events like NXT arrival uh, and and yeah and superstars or main event uh, you know they're yeah, they're, yeah, main event, sorry. they're trying to throw in some of these live events that you can catch so they're trying to test uh, the, the network because they've been having some some issues every once in a while.
1: Yeah, they don't want to shit the bed on WrestleMania. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: <laughs> so uh, they don't want to yeah, have, have people cancel out on their subscriptions. Um, well, they
1: got them for six months anyway. But that's they may, true. But they may not get them back after, if they shit the right. bed on WrestleMania.
2: Right. So, it's um, never good to shit the bed. No, it's not, <laughs> uh, especially when your ass is bad. Uh <laughs> So, but thank you very much for the for the feedback. We do appreciate it. I do care what they said. Uh, I'm we tried still to a zoom, badass, Okay. Zoom through it uh, since you know got a got a little bit more feedback from. You can't him censor me. Week. I'm kind of a badass. Yeah, whatever. You can be easily censored. Uh, kill you, uh, Doug. You weren't here uh, last week where we discussed the WWE Network. I was not. Uh, did you get it? Did you um, sign up for it? Um, and if so, what were your thoughts on it?
1: I do not have the network as of yet, okay. but it is not because. Um, of technical issues or it is not because of uh them failing to deliver all the content process uh, promised on uh, launch mm-hmm. uh none of that shit is the reason i don't have it i've just honestly been so busy this past week that i literally just haven't had the time to sit down and download uh the whatever and like sign up and whatever yeah. and uh <clears throat> to be honest i'm kind of in the middle of a lot of shit right now and uh i'll be pretty busy for at least uh a, a couple more weeks and um mm-hmm. uh, Honestly, I know myself and I'm scared to get into that kind of a time suck right now yeah. with what I got going. I can see myself just sitting down <laughs> and rotting in front of the TV for many you
3: hours. Get a call
2: from your boss. Where are you? Be like um at home. Why? What's up? And be like, "Dude, you've been absent the last 3 days."
1: Yeah. I mean, <laughs> well, I a, thought time had slowed slow down and uh I'm a real obsessive guy and like uh I could see myself like s- this will be a major time I suck. I have today. to watch all the
2: starcades. Yeah, I
1: mean, I just um uh, <laughs> It's just so, I mean, I fully intended to get it up on launch. And it just so happened that it had a lot of shit hit me at once, and I just just haven't had the time. And uh, now that uh, now that I still kind of see myself not having this, I mean, uh, not having the time for a few more weeks, I'm probably just gonna. I think I got like a, two or three more weeks till I get on vacation, and yeah, uh, extended the free trial. <clears throat> oh, good. Well, to to me, like I I expected. Uh, technical difficulties. Right. I expected them to not have all the content they said they were going to have. Mm. That's not a problem for me.
3: My,
2: and that's with anything. Really. Right. You, right. Gotta, you have to expect those glitches and problems yeah. for the first. You well, know. you
3: know how they said from the first day, that first Monday, it's like get your seven week trial. Yeah. And then, well, okay. From what I took, I thought it was just only that first week,
2: but I could, right. Uh,
3: I thought mm. that's, that's how I took. it. I could be
2: wrong, but, but you have now, still... you have now until this first week is over to sign up. Four-year free week.
3: Hey, I guess I got a surprise text from Daniel. said, hey, I signed up.
2: Yeah, I'm like okay. Yeah. yeah, I signed up in time for the uh, for the NXT uh, arrival. Uh, uh,
1: the I actually um Tyler's dad retired, and uh Woo! we had like a um a reti- like a retire part retiree party like dinner, and uh, the most I fucked with the the uh, network is Tyler was showing me the uh, through the app on his phone. He was mm-hmm. showing me all the content. I spent about you know five minutes just like flipping through stuff and it looked uh looked cool um mm-hmm. i'm definitely not i definitely don't have it for the reasons everyone else doesn't have it or is mad about it um i i'm not i wouldn't be mad for any of those reasons and that's not why i don't
2: have it yeah
1: the
3: only uh, <clears throat> few difficulties i've had was um a trying to watch an episode of nxt and it kept on buffering a lot hmm. that was through my ps3 i know my phone was it, it smoothly it worked smoothly like for the NXT, it would play a little bit, load, play, load, and it kept on doing it over mm-hmm. and over. So I got a little agitated, and then I just got out of that program. So
1: you guys, I mean, I listened to the show last week, and you guys didn't get too heavy into it. Yeah, but, well, uh, that's because at the time, we, we, hadn't, the time.
2: we hadn't gotten it. Uh, Ryan, Ryan had. Right. Um, but,
1: so, I mean, you guys give me some first impressions, or like what you, the time you spent with it, your impressions.
3: Um, the first thing I watched was the arrival, mm-hmm. which was – I watched all of it I watched because people kept on interrupting me uh i watched uh half of it and it seemed all right it didn't nothing crapped out on me because I know later on people it crap down people right
1: i think it the stream kind of went but, down. no supposedly. I enjoyed it
3: though and i, I looked around and s- oh, i saw their library for a little while but then you know i watched a f- a few other things and i've I've enjoyed it
2: yeah um i used i used my laptop to uh to check out the network, um, I've had minimal uh, problems with it. Um, you know, just a, a buffer here or there, or the picture will freeze, and a quick you know refresh of that, and it's and it's working fine. Uh, everyone was complaining during NXT arrival that the picture was going out and nothing was working. And was
3: there a lot of people complaining for the 360? Huh?
2: Yeah, the 360. Uh, they that, just got that fixed yeah. like the other day. Yeah, so earlier this week uh, they, they got that taken care of. Yeah, I have a 360 um, byte and
3: download it for it. I did it for PS3 on yeah. my phone. So. But, uh, but as, as far, far as, as content
1: goes, are you happy with what they have? Um,
2: I don't know. Because, they're gonna, I
3: mean, they're going to build. Well, obviously. it's different for him, though, because he has a lot of the.
2: Yeah, and it's and it's one of those weird things where, you know, uh, it's like there are certain matches I'd like to see, but I, I would have no idea where to start looking. And you can and you can search for certain people in the search bar, but not all the names will pop up. Right. And so you'd have to do it by who they face, like your Dean Malinko's, your Rey Mysterios, Chris Jericho, and stuff like that. And then kinda of work your way from there. But the weird thing for me is that I'll start a pay-per-view and they have like little bookmarks.
1: I've read about this
2: where it's like the start of the finish, the start of the match. And then, you know, the last few, you know, where they get ready to hit their finisher and then they hit the finisher and then it goes to the next, you know, you can go to the next match. So my problem is I'll do that and then I'll go straight to the finish. Like the bell will ring. I'll watch like two or three seconds of it. And then I go straight to the finish. And so I'm like, Oh, okay, cool. Um, So, you know, that's, that's weird on my part, I guess. But, uh, you know, it's,
1: yeah, I heard they don't have like resume. Like you have to start over again. Like if, like how um, Netflix, like if you stop yeah. watching, they don't resume. Like there, you have to go back to the beginning. But you can fast forward to. Your yeah, start. okay.
2: You know that's you know you, you touch of a button and you're right back where you started. Right. But uh, um, I don't I don't have any problems with it. Um, what if you watched?
1: Value proposition: ten bucks a month. This is it worth
2: it? Absolutely. Yes. Because you're going to be getting. You know, not only are you getting all the content that you want. That they you know that they have to offer. You can go back and check any of the old matches. They've got the you know the the Stone Cold Steve Austin documentary. Uh, they're going to be doing the Rock one, or they already have. Um, you get the pre show, post shows for Raw and SmackDown. Um, pay per view. Yeah, you're getting all of the pay per views. You get NXT. You get ECW. You know Future old Future content. You know legends of wrestling. See, and- I mean,
1: where I think. Where I think the value proposition is not just the uh, pay-per-views, because that remains to be seen if it's a value anymore, because they may change how they run pay-per-views. So we don't know. That's that's up in the air. Yeah. But I think that I think I'm a guy with you know with a DVD VHS collection. I know yes. you're I know you're a guy with a DVD VHS collection. So a lot of those pay-per-views we may already have. Right. But I think the
2: value is in the TV. Absolutely. Uh, you know the the pay-per-view, the live pay-per-views are going to pay for itself. You know, instantly.
3: Little differences between your DVDs and that, and you get to see the stuff as it was original. The DVDs censor certain things,
2: right? Well, even on here, uh, you know, due to due to licensing and stuff like that. You know, some of the some of the WCW matches. You know, they use certain theme songs and stuff like that that they can't. Uh, uh, that even they can't on the play. network? Yeah. Really? Because okay, uh, I have
3: seen the WCW pay-per-views.
2: Because like Hulk Hogan on. used to come out to uh, "Voodoo Child" by Jimi Hendrix. Yeah. And they they don't do that.
1: Uh, I, I've heard a lot of the ECW uh, TV. Yeah. Because they use like you know real songs.
2: Yeah, and, uh, inner Sandman and. Gotcha. Walk have you have you
1: came that. across anything uh, like crazy that has been unedited? Because like I know everyone's like popping for the Booker T- the infamous That's Booker the T thing. promo. Everyone's thing. like yeah. they didn't edit it out or whatever. Yeah, I thing.
3: haven't
2: I haven't been able to like just sit down. I might do that uh, tomorrow. Um and it's, just kind of go through. This it, is not
3: but. censored or whatever, but I saw something I haven't seen in a while, and I just I know that we mentioned it in a while, but uh, you'll know, make fun of me. Is um, I watched American uh, Great American Bash. I don't mm-hmm. have the DVD, so when uh, Billy Gunn well, came there's out, not,
1: well, uh, WCW never, they're all VHS. The WWE Great American. Bash. Oh, okay, okay. I know this is not censored. I was but, presuming. But, uh, <laughs> sorry. No, no, my bad. My but bad. To
3: see uh, Billy Gunn, Mister Ass, on theme song. <laughs> I haven't, I, I haven't saw that. I haven't saw that in a long time. And just listening to the lyrics, I was like, it's like he likes to kick him." I think they said they likes to stick him.
1: Likes to do a lot of things. With yeah,
2: butts. yeah. So, He's like, got oh. a butt fetish.
1: Yeah. But
2: yeah, Bad man. Ass. Uh, Bad ass Billy Gunn.
1: <laughs> broken, broken ass. Yeah, broken ass. Tolerator. <laughs> Bad, Bad ass. <laughs> Expired <laughs> ass. ass. <laughs> Bad asses but yeah, I know, like uh, I fully uh I fully intend to get it very as soon as I can and uh,
2: mm-hmm.
1: all the reason everyone else is bitching is not the reason that
2: I don't have it. Right.
1: Um
3: there are shows that they put uh they mention certain things to talk about stuff like the countdown. Mm-hmm. They had their first episode of uh the top ten uh, catchphrases. Which is it's what they put together. I don't think it's what the the fans No, no, the fans did vote. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did say that. But uh it's just
2: they voted, but they voted. Does, like, does it, you know who was on there? It?
3: Like Ric Flair, Daniel Bryan, The Rock, Stone Cold. It's pretty neat to like have people talk about and stuff, mm-hmm. like the catchphrases and like, oh, you love this. They did that, you know, go through the history. It's it's pretty neat to see the superstars' perspectives yeah. about it. It's I liked watching that.
2: So it's yeah, it's definitely worth you know the, Legends the, t- House the $10. Is already on it. No, not yet. I was
1: about to say I didn't see
2: Legends House. No, they do have some it. Legends. I don't of the think it's coming table.
1: until like uh, I think it's like May or something. Mm-hmm.
2: But yeah, um, so it's not too bad. Tyler and I are sharing the account, so because the yeah. they
3: said the report, there's two people could be on the account.
2: And the and time. Doug, if you want in on it, you know, then it's it's
1: it's really not a money. It's, it's no, it's
2: not not even that. I'm just saying, you know, uh Let's push for free. There's there's only certain times where we'll both be watching at the exact same time. So
1: I mean, honestly, yeah. like I I, just, I literally don't have the time. I, I haven't watched episode one. You let me borrow the first season of Game of Thrones. I haven't watched it. single how long. How long did you limit me? The elimination chamber.
2: Not I watched a from. single episode of oh, it. Yeah. Two yeah. weeks. Yeah, two weeks. I haven't found time. Well, to watch you've been episodes. busy, so that's fine. Yeah, I mean, don't worry about it. But once you get started, yeah, I mean, you'll, you'll <laughs> have
3: time. You'll have time when you're two weeks off the beginning of your two weeks. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like we'll have a few days. Do You have yeah. a few days to yourself before Mania. Yeah,
2: yeah. And we can have that, uh, yeah, that WWE trivia game or something. Oh yeah, play. we can play Get that. together and do that. So that'd be fun. But uh, no, but yeah, mean, speaking of the network. Um, we signed up just in time to catch NXT Arrival, and it was funny because a lot of people were complaining about how long it was taking them to get signed up and, and all that you know, on, on Monday and Tuesday, uh, and then here comes Thursday rolling around, and it takes me five minutes tops to get signed up and, uh, and get the network going, so it was really cool. Uh, NXT Arrival delivered. Uh, if you have the network, Go back and watch this if you have not seen it. Go and watch it.
1: So it's on demand already? How yes. Long, how long before the things go on demand?
2: Uh normally it's 30 days, but because of the network issues that they were having, they released it instantly. They okay. they had they were like, "Hey, uh we've been getting a lot of complaints saying, you know, this and that's been going wrong during the uh the pay-per-view or, you know, not even pay-per-view, but during the show. We apologize. Uh we'll have it on demand the very next day." And sure enough it was. Uh, and it's been cycling through the the network programming because the live stuff. Yeah, because like once 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 it starts, you're watching the live right. stuff that they're showing, uh, which could be you know old school wrestling. It could be ECW if it's like two in the morning or something like that. You know they have their schedule of stuff, and I've seen NXT pop up a few a few times on there uh, for people to go back and check out. Um, but yeah, NXT arrival, my God, you know these guys put on one hell of a show. The first matchup was, uh, Cesaro going up against Sammy Zayn, uh, and, and, man, this, this one, it was wrestling at its purest, uh, just a overall astounding matchup. Um, you know, it's definitely one of those match of the year contenders, just nothing but praise, uh, for this matchup. Um, you know, very similar to their two out of three falls matchup, just great stuff. um, you know, another one to another match you can talk about was the uh, the Paige versus Emma match uh, for the uh, NXT Divas Championship. You know that this was two women who could wrestle, and they went out and wrestled. Uh, they didn't put on a little five minute, you know, let's run the ropes and finish with the roll up. No, they they went out there and tore the place down. Uh, another great matchup. Was- is is it bad
3: that like I feel? Bad for the, the the ladies in NXT because I feel like they are gonna come up to the roster and really have nothing for them.
2: Yeah, uh, I really hope that you know whenever these ladies come up that they get put in matches and they wrestle. I mean, uh, Emma
3: had that what? She's had what two matches? She's had a, oh, yeah, no. she's had
2: this little short feud with Summer Rae, um, but I hope that this is sort of a a new generation for women's wrestling. Even
3: Summer Rae is pretty good.
2: Yeah. Absolutely. So uh, you know the, the, the last matchup of, of arrival was uh, Adrian Neville going up against Bo Dallas in a ladder match, and this was a great matchup to check out. Um, just really good stuff, really good work. You could tell that the uh, the younger talent is hungry; they're ready to to put on put a show on for the world. Um, so if you have the network, or if you don't have the network, get the network. Check this uh that event out, NXT Arrival. Really good stuff. So yeah, just really good. Certainly enjoyed it. Uh, But it is time to go into uh, Raw, getting ever closer to WrestleMania. We're now inside a month away from uh, our trip to New Orleans. I'll be here before you know it. Oh, yeah. It's going to be all kinds of fun. Um, And we kick things off in Chicago. Fans chanting very loudly for CM Punk. and, uh, And they get his music, but they don't get him. Paul Heyman coming out and delivering a promo doing exactly what he needed to do. He he got the fans in the palm of his hands, and then he turned it right around on him.
3: You know, I I messaged Daniel, and I was like, they had to, like, bring him back because they're missing him. But, like, if you think about it, because we don't know what's going to happen, really. Mm-hmm. But, you know, maybe with the new, new style of how they're, like, throwing things out there and yeah. like, trying to get certain things to fans and how, like, wrestling has changed – Maybe he's not – I don't know. Maybe he's not coming back. He's, they're just trying to mess with the fans for all them chanting CM Punk all the time. Yeah. Plus they were in Chicago. So,
2: I mean, who knows, really, so. Only the people backstage know. Um, but, yeah, so he delivered just an excellent promo. Who um,
3: so is Undertaker.
2: Yeah, and he did a great segue with turning it into to Brock Lesnar and The Undertaker, saying, you know, it was because he lost uh, CM Punk lost to Undertaker at WrestleMania, and so Paul Heyman wants revenge. And he wants to see the uh, the streak conquered, which brings out Brock Lesnar, who who comes out and says he wants to beat the Undertaker, uh, and then Mark Henry comes out and wants to fight him, and Brock Lesnar just destroys him, throwing TVs that ends up Not again. going throwing the TV that goes into the stands and hits a lady and her child, uh, just crazy madness. Is that legit?
1: Because it wasn't shown. People are saying that, but I didn't see anyone get hit with it. I, uh the, it, I love the fact that Brock's the only guy who gets to recklessly throw them around yeah. and everyone else <laughs> has to set them down very carefully yeah.
2: you know? Those poor TVs <laughs> man, they've been around for like 20 years and yeah. they're like indestructible. Stark. Yeah. Um well watching it live, you could see the fans react and right. you heard a, a you know a, a collective oh. Right. You know, so I, I was waiting for something to sort of pan over, but maybe they were told, "No, don't show that." We might have a lawsuit on our hands. But, uh, right. uh, but yeah, the reports were that he launched that TV so far what? it went over the ring and into the stands and uh, and struck somebody. So, if that's the case, certainly hope that the people you know aren't too badly injured. Um, wish but,
1: something like that ever happens to me?
2: <laughs> you want to be hit by a TV?
1: Well, I mean, like, I, figure, I think I'd take the TV shot well, to, like, try to weasel in on some shit out of it. You know what I mean? Like,
2: I want free Daniel O'Brien merch for life. Okay, well, that's it.
3: You didn't, you didn't get hit with TV, but you got punked out by Mark Henry. So. Yeah. <laughs> Keep
1: your hands to yourself. True story.
2: So, so, yeah, just excellent mic work from Paul Heyman. Um, Just did a really good job. I'm glad that the, you know, and, you know, Mark Henry did his job. He proved that, you know, he's, He's a big man, and Brock Lesnar can destroy him. Uh, you know, it's sad to see it happen to him, but, you know, someone's got to go out there and have it happen. But uh, the next matchup, we got to see the Usos going up against the New Age Outlaws for the Tag Team Championship. Uh, a lot of people, I think, were expecting this ha- to happen at WrestleMania, um, but they kind of uh, shocked us with this one, given uh, the Usos the win and to become the new Tag Team Champions. Um, you know, I think this might have been a way for the, you know, for the WWE to get the crowd to focus on something else other than CM Punk because for you know for the majority of the night they were focused on CM Punk. They had CM Punk chants throughout the entire night. But Chicago is such a great crowd that you know they're willing
1: Oh, Yo, Daniel, I'm going to let you finish. Okay. But Beyonce is the best crowd. <laughs> now, I mean, they were a pretty a pretty good crowd, but I mm-hmm. but I but I I have my issues with this crowd, and uh, there are at least a hand. They shit on a, a couple of things that for n- absolutely no reason, yeah, and and they undercut a lot of like cool stuff that they had no business undercutting. Mm-hmm. So I would, I would, I would not call this a great they, crowd. They
3: booed a um, lot of people, but they didn't chant random stuff. Really.
1: Well, yeah, I mean they undercut the Usos, even just even just a little bit. But still, they undercut Brian even Shame just a little bit. But still, they. Shed on stuff I think they had any right to shit on, and uh, yeah, they were they brought a lot of energy, but honestly, I don't think I think more credit goes to WWE for folk realizing yeah. what they were going to deal with, real having a game plan going in, focusing that energy the best way they could. Um, uh, I don't know if the intention was to get them to burn themselves out by playing his music from Jump and having Heyman come out, mm-hmm. and uh. But no one nobody in that company could have handled the promo the way that Heyman did. Yeah. Um, it was masterful. It was masterful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you said that he transitioned. I thought it was a clunky transition, but I thought it's all they could have done. Like yeah. I mean from he handled he handled the the punk shit masterfully, but he clunkily like transitioned into the the bro- it didn't really make sense mm-hmm. how he got from punk to Brock. You know what I mean? It's for me. But I felt it was the best he could have done and nobody else stood a snowball's <laughs> chance in hell of handling it the way he handled it. Yeah. Um, but I think that was their game plan. And then not only, like, realizing what they were up against and having a game plan, but I, th- I thought they also chose some stuff like uh, the Cesaro stuff, like this this title change. That was all in a focus on giving the crowd something to be happy about. Yeah. And uh, even though the crowd uh, – would get into the Usos. They didn't start off into the Usos. And uh, in the middle of the match, they definitely lost it and, like, uh, started going on about their, you know, other stuff. And I feel like that undercuts uh, a hard-working tag team who's uh, been busting their asses, Mm -hmm. deserve an honest shot. And, uh, you know, yeah, they they turned around and they were there for them in the end. But, like, there were definitely a handful of times Again, the energy from the crowd helped um, help the show in a lot of ways, but there were a handful of times that the crowd had its head up its own ass, like way too much. Playing the look how rebellious we are card, and uh, yeah, that j- that shit just doesn't
2: sit well with me. And I'm glad that you know it didn't.
1: It didn't derail uh, the show, but yeah,
2: yeah, they were trying to oh, we're gonna we're gonna make this giant movement hijack Raw. We're gonna buy tickets and buy the merch, and then we're gonna boo and chant CM Punk and
1: yeah. <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm glad you said that, and I've said it a hundred times myself. And, like, look, guys, it's a binary thing. You support the product or you don't. Mm-hmm. If you go out, if you buy a ticket to Raw, buy some merch while you're there, flip, on the, t- flip the channel on when it's on TV, buy the network, order whatever, you're supporting the company. Yep. So it doesn't matter what the fuck you say after they have your money. <laughs> yep. it's, like a, it's like a heel react. It's like you boo in the heels. They want, like, it doesn't. It's like Cena. It doesn't matter if you boo or cheer him. If you're fucking talking about him, you're fucking talking about him, and that's all that matters. Yep.
2: There's the and and what they're saying is, hey, let's put Cena out there because he gets a good reaction from the kids and and the ladies. Hey, let's put Cena out there because he gets a good reaction from the from the people who hate bad guys. Let's just put him out there because he's still getting a reaction. It's not a protest.
1: It's a binary thing. It's a one or a zero. You give them money, and so it doesn't matter what you say, or you don't give them money. That's the only option.
2: Yeah. So, you know, what can you do? Uh, and unless you own a Nelson box, you know, to show where and the how, ratings are. And for go. how much
1: longer does that matter now?
2: Right. I mean, um, I guess
1: for Raw and SmackDown, we're yeah. still on cable, but but you know,
2: and I don't know. The WWE is still kind of uh, up in the air as far as where they're gonna go. Right. Um, uh, who knows? We'll have to see. But uh, but yeah, so the Usos do end up defeating uh, the New Age Outlaws, becoming the new tag team champions, uh, and that brings us into the uh, the next match. Did I cut you off, Tyler? Um,
3: <clears throat> I know that plays into the, what's it called? What was it, main event, or was it
2: uh, yeah. superstars? Main event. You know, that plays the into
3: that, the live one. But do you feel like it was weird to give them the belts, that there, or the Usos should have took it from them at WrestleMania?
1: I think it was crowd control.
3: Yeah. I
2: thought they were uh, – Give them was, a happy moment. It was
1: part of their game plan for dealing with the crowd. Yeah. yeah. Okay.
2: Uh, you know, a lot of people were talking, oh, well, since they didn't win an elimination chamber, they're probably going to have them win – At WrestleMania. You know, uh, I
3: I hate to keep on, like, talking about the crowd. I don't want to be, like, the focus of mm -hmm. voice or whatever. I
1: I don't either. I hate it, too. And I hate to feel like I'm telling someone you can't say what you feel. But you got to be smarter about how you say what you feel.
2: Right.
3: And uh, I just hope that this is not the new thing wherever they go. Sadly,
2: it is.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I see a lot of copycat crowds.
3: Yep.
2: And nah. until until CM Punk fades out of the memory and people focus on something else, that's be a while. it will be a while. We're gonna hear nothing but CM Punk chants, and you yeah, know. I just
3: and like I said, I hate to keep on bringing it up because mm-hmm. I know that's what we brought up a lot these last past episodes, and it's like, well, well I mean, like
1: how much? I thought it was like a, a pretty good Raw. I mean, a yeah, raw, yeah. And how much better could you have been, like? Wouldn't you have been like, oh, that was that was a really hot Usos match if they hadn't kind of shit on in the middle before they came back around or like that was a pretty good segment with Brian Triple H if they hadn't fucking yeah. kind of shit on it and yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> Christian.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So Edgy,
1: you know, I mean, fuck.
2: Whatevs. But you know, Raw itself was very good. They you know, they stepped up their game on this one. Uh, but the next matchup we got to see Big E going up against Cesaro, Battle of the Name Changers. Uh, this one ended after uh, interference by Swagger, uh, causing, you know, the, the rift between the real Americans, Cesaro and Swagger, going, hey, man, that's the second time now you've done that. What's the deal? What's going on? Um,
1: this is really bad. I mean, like, uh, yeah. I mean, I don't, You, ha- I have to believe that Jack Swagger understands that he can't just, like, go walk <laughs> into the ring and start beating on the other dude, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Like, even dastardly heels. But he hills. got pushed by Big E. Yeah, but he has to know that he's fucking <laughs> his partner over, right? Mm-hmm. This isn't a Shield Wyatt situation. This yeah. is, uh, I understand that if I go in that ring,
0: mm-hmm. you know.
1: I mean, it would be different if, like, uh, it was, like, a Zeb distracting him and he's fucking trying to get some shots in and yeah. his boy out. But this is, like, blatant just, like, everyone's watching me. The ref's watching me. Cesaro's watching me. Big hey, e's ref, watching. check this out. Right. I mean, like, this is, like. This could be done much better. <laughs> <laughs> this is a bad I mean like it's they're they're breaking up a lot of tag teams but this is like the team it feels like they should break up. Yeah. But uh they're doing it like the worst. I don't know. Like and like another thing is did y'all see Cesaro's new shirt?
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's got like the ironic like uh eagle in the flag all over the place. and it
2: says the, the, the real people. American.
1: That leads me to believe that he's still going to be with Zeb. How, I don't see how you can turn Zeb babyface with him. Yeah. And I feel like it's a I feel like it's a big miss. It's so much easier to be a heel than it is to be a babyface.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And Cesaro's is pulling off like I Cesaro's your big babyface out of that team and Swagger's your heel and Coulter and Swagger needs Coulter to talk for um, him unless to be heel. Unless
3: they kind of blur it, they're both are like they don't really like they're both kind of heels and they both just fight each other or whatever. Well, or I think like, it's- cesaro still hill but he does babyface stuff
1: i i guess it's possible but it, i mean like tradition says one of these guys is going to be babyface coming yeah out of this and you would think it would have to be cesaro mm-hmm. and you would think it would have to be without zeb because that's your big money spot it may, they have the match at mania you oh finally zeb gets the big swing that's your big money spot at may mm-hmm. you know whatever that's just weird like you would think that like what you would think should happen is the opposite of what's unless, happening. Unless they're
2: working to have Zeb on Cesaro's side only to try and turn on him. Right. And that's what causes, you know, the big swing. But, you know, the, the we the people chant is getting over with the crowd. So, you know, you could, have, you could have Zeb come out and say, you know, Jack Swagger is a real American, but Cesaro is putting forth the effort to be the real American. Uh, you know, and he could try and put Cesaro over as this great guy. And now, if if you are a supporter of Cesaro, place your hand over the heart, you know, and chant "We the people," you know, something like that. So I mean, it should it happen? Probably not, but could I see it happening that way? Yeah, sure. I mean, um
1: it hasn't. Nothing has officially happened yet, but yeah. all the signs point to they're gonna do it the wrong way. You know what I mean? Like. Cesaro's new shirt, the way they have Swagger acting, it all points to we're doing it ass backwards. But mm-hmm. I mean, I <laughs> guess I guess we'll wait and see, right? i, yeah,
2: well,
1: I I'm not gonna shit on it yet because it hasn't happened. But the way that they've initiated the breakup, it has been really bad. So I will shit on that. Yeah. Swagger, you can't. No one buys it. You were will just fucking run in the ring. What
0: did I do? <laughs> what did I do wrong? Come on,
2: dude. Come on. <laughs> what? Come on, ref. Why'd you disqualify him? Um. So yeah. Tensions brewing between Cesaro and Swagger. Next matchup, we get to see Wyatt's going up against the Shield. Three-on-three matchup. Chaos ensues in this matchup. Um, it was a good matchup. Wasn't as great as the, uh, as the Elimination Chamber match, but it was still very good. Um, it had I would
1: co- argue that it was as good as Elimination Chamber in a different way.
2: Yeah, it, I was going to say it had a definite different feel. To it, uh, but I
1: liked it about as much.
2: Yeah, um, I loved the breakdown at the end, um, but you know the main story of it of, of it all coming uh, when Seth Rollins walks out on on Dean Ambrose and and uh, Roman Reigns, saying I can't be the glue to hold this team together. You two figure it out. And uh, you know, standing at the top of the ramp, watching uh, watching the Shield face uh, face the Wyatt family. Mm-hmm.
1: I thought it was a nice touch to go with the, uh, not that this is like the final straw. Mm-hmm. There's more story to be told here, but I thought it was a nice touch to go with the unexpected guy. Yeah. Uh, because they've teased and flat out shown a lot of tension between Ambrose and Reigns, and uh, I mean, yeah, I mean this, this probably is just them playing into like them, them going to do a three way at Mania. Right. Uh, which is fine. I'm good with that. Uh, honestly, I mean, actually, I think there's um. I mean, I guess technically there's not a lot, much more for them to do as a unit, but I kind of, like, feel like they are such hit their stride, I hate to see them break up at this point, you know what I mean?
2: They've been so dominant over the course of their, you know, of their run. You kind of don't want to see it end, especially since now they're starting to get over with the crowd a little bit. You know, they're not... They did it so well. You know, the the Wyatts are the heel heel faction, where the Shield has now become the face faction. Uh, So you kind of want to see a little bit more from them, but... I mean, you know, it's... They've been giving us stuff this past Rawls. Raw, raw, mm-hmm. I mean,
1: it's been really well done. It's probably the best thing they've done in a long time. Yeah. Uh, as far as book, uh, booking-wise and story uh, storytelling-wise, uh, I do take issue with the way they paint Ambrose, though. Because I will... Um, I wasn't on the show last week, but I did listen back, and something I was, like, screaming in my earbuds, like, uh, I was at work listening to you guys, but uh, I was, like, <laughs> I was trying to... Dog! Because I wanted to, like, Thermite, two cents in that, that obviously couldn't happen. But I take issue with the way they're sh- they're uh, portraying Ambrose as, like, the story they're trying to tell when, like, Ambrose, like, comes in. Like, it'll be, like, a big chaotic thing, and, like, his buddies will be, like, out. Like, say Rollins starts the match. Rollins is fighting all three white guys yeah. while Reigns and Ambrose were standing on the apron. Mm-hmm. And then when Ambrose... Because they were kind of separated, but when they kind of... uh came in on him, contracted in on him, where there was two guys when Ambrose jumps in the ring to help his buddy out. That's what he should be doing. And Rain shouldn't be like, "What the fuck are you doing? He's yeah. outgunned. <laughs> He's helping his <laughs> fucking buddy <laughs> like like like, like <sighs> hey, that's awesome what he does. It do, is. <laughs> the way he looks so that's how re- fights in the real world aren't pretty. You know what yeah. I mean? And as much as like as much as the beauty of moves matter in pro wrestling, it's Really cool that he's like the weird, like, looks like a real fight guy because yeah. real fights are ugly, they don't look yeah. fucking
2: cool, right? You see real fights, are, you watch a street fight, it's not stylized at <laughs> right, all. Yeah. Like, it's just, I'm gonna throw you to the ground and I'm gonna try and pull your hair. People
1: look like Dean Ambrose in real yeah. fights, you know what <laughs> I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, but, I'm gonna but hit I hit your
2: shoulder blade,
1: but I, I kind of hate the way they keep portraying, like, and even like the week before, which is going back to what I'm in a roundabout way, what right. I was saying whenever I was listening to you guys, I was like. When Ambrose came in to, like, because there was the question of his loyalty, but then he came in at the end and had his boys back. Yeah. And was, uh, Roman Reigns was like, what the fuck? He's like, dude, you were outnumbered. He was fucking helping <laughs> you. What are you talking yes. about? You're picking the wrong times to get pissy, dude. Because, mm-hmm. like, wins and losses matter, and you don't want to cost your your buddy the match. But, like, they're at a certain point, like.
2: Okay, I get it. You know. <laughs> at
1: a, I mean, like, at a certain point, having your dudes back, like, supersedes the win, right? Yes. Like, uh, yeah, I may cost him the match if I if I interject in this three on one beatdown, but uh, maybe I should get his back anyway. You know what I mean? Like,
2: <laughs> That's my boy. Yeah, You're so, my boy, Blue.
1: And like the way the announced team is trying to is clumsily trying to, not the story overall, but this specific thing that they keep pointing out. But like, oh look how Reigns has to go get Ambrose. Like, no, dude, he's doing what you should do in that situation. Mm-hmm. You know. So I think they could do a better job of telling that part of the story, or at least like do it when it calls for it. Do it make it more apparent that he's interfering in the wrong situation, right? Right. When he should know better than to get the in. Rollins is going for the pen. Dean Ambrose breaks it right. off. <laughs> right. What the hell are you doing? <laughs> Why? I wanted to beat him. They're, the NOS <laughs> team is acting as if they're watching Jack Swagger interferences in this match. <laughs> you know? what? What is he doing? <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're like, no, he's just getting his boys back. He's not fucking Jack <laughs> Swagger.
3: <laughs>
1: oh. Anyway. And maybe it's just me. Do you guys not, do not read that into it? Uh,
2: I mean, it's sort of playing into like, you don't know, like they're trying to portray Dean Ambrose as this wild card. You don't know what he's going to do. Yeah, that, and so, I, I but they always that say it I at the that time
1: feel. where he's doing what he should be doing. Yeah, but the
2: thing is yeah. like, you know, you see Rollins like crawling the, to the corner and all of a sudden Ambrose is like, I need to go over here. And and what? then Reigns is like, what the hell are you doing? And then he goes chasing after him while R- Rollins is like, where did you guys go? But in
1: his defense is when Reigns was fighting out of the enemy corner where three guys were beating on him in the corner. Yeah, He goes around to get one of the guys <laughs> off. And then, then Reigns should stay there for the fucking tag. Reigns is
2: like, oh, what are you doing, dude, over there? You he's like, get he's, back he's over helping here. his
1: fucking partner is getting triple teamed in the
2: corner. You're supposed to tag in Rollins. I thought you were supposed to tag in Rollins. Who's tagging in Rollins? I don't know. <laughs> and Rollins is
1: like, hey. <laughs> this is a total nitpick. Nitpick because it was an awesome match. And it yeah, was a it to be the was.
2: Glue. You know, if if you have to find something right. negative, you know.
1: Overall, they've done like a, a remarkable job with this story, and I'm just nitpicking. But it just so happens every time they do it, I'm like, what do you mean he's in the right spot?
2: Yeah, I still, you know, just the way that they did it at Elimination Chamber, the way they did it at Raw, I'm really siding with the people who were originally like, dude, have this match at WrestleMania because they have done such a great job. Uh, you know, just the build, the matches that they've put together, just it it works. These six guys have great chemistry. Um, well, I love. I'm sorry. Uh, I was gonna say I loved. I loved like the one spot where uh, you know Ambrose was having his head crushed in by the fist, and so. He just reaches up and pulls down the beer, and he's like, ah, you know, just you know, <laughs> ugly it's, like a real fight. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, it was just you know, really good, really good uh, addition to it. Um, just
1: I, I feel like I gotta foot, put my foot in my mouth because I was the guy who was like, it doesn't mean enough yet because the whites aren't as established as the right. show are. But now I'm like, now that it's happening, I'm like, ah, oh, fuck it, it's cool, you know.
2: Whatever. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah, we're good now.
1: And actually, I, I want to further clarify that, like. It's all. It only works for Ambrose because he's the only guy who looks that reckless. Like I don't. You, you <laughs> yeah. don't want everybody yeah. like that way. You,
3: you know, don't want everyone like twitching. What's this right? guy when gonna do, You don't know what he's gonna do. He's gonna come at you like a spider monkey.
2: <laughs> I just love whenever he he does the jump and his arms are ah. going. Well, all he just the
1: like time. jumps like flails his body. <laughs> <on>.
2: <laughs> <No>. But the, <laughs> the Wyatt family does end up defeating the Shield. Just a great matchup. Um, really good stuff. Uh, another another matchup you'll want to check out. Uh, and then we get sort of the cooldown matchup, Santino and Emma going, going up against Fandango and Summer Ray. Um Which the crowd
1: unnecessarily shat up on. Oh
2: I mean, you know, you come you come down from a you know a strong match like that, you know, and it's like really we're getting this again. That's the point. Um,
1: That's a cooldown match. It's like card play. It's like people who shit on stuff like that don't understand how wrestling cards are made yeah. or and why they're made the way they are. Mm-hmm. Uh some matches are pay, placed in a spot for pacing of the show it's to like bring you, you the down great, from a high match.
2: You had the great wrestling match, now it's the entertainment value.
1: Yeah, and you can just like chill out. You can come down from like the high of like screaming, you know what yeah. I mean? Like it's a trans it's, it's it plays its role. It knows its role and it plays it. Santino's a funny guy. Uh Emma did some f- fine spots and it was totally fine match that was Completely unnecessarily shat upon by the crowd.
2: Yeah, not too bad. So you uh, like it. I'd, li- I'd like to see more from Emma. I'd like to see her be put in a match against an actual diva. But, I mean, yeah, you could say some of is. But, uh,
1: you know. Like- you want her versus one of Del Rey's girls. Yeah. Like this, like that whole crop of girls you were like, oh, these girls to look forward to. That's all Sarah Del Rey's trainees since yeah. she's been there. Who's, you know? like, like,
3: who's all the Del Rey?
1: I just like her, her, her Paige. and Paige and Bailey and all those chicks or
2: whatever. But, like, I watched, I watched that Emma and Paige match from, uh, from Arrival, and I got worried because I'm like, damn, these girls are going to come in and they're going to be put up against, like, Alicia Fox and Oksana, and they're going to have to, like, lose to these girls. And
1: Vox Fox isn't that bad. She just used well Shittily. Uh,
2: well, okay. Fox I'm, on, it's fucking bad. Yeah, okay. Yeah, thank <laughs> you. Okay. Uh But, you know, the, the current women's division is so lacking. Well,
1: hey,
3: is Layla still with the company?
2: Kind of, but she's not there. I don't know. Like, you don't even see her backstage in segments or anything, so... I mean, you got the Bella twins, AJ, AJ, who's not doing anything. Tamina, who's not doing anything. Well, they didn't use AJ because she's dating Punk, and they didn't want a fucking
1: situation on their hands. Yeah. Because you can't trust those assholes in the crowd. (laughs) You know
2: it. I mean, I just and and they're not even doing storylines.
1: Like like, supposedly they were on like crowd control heavy for like signs and whatever. Did you see the AJ sign? uh, Once
2: AJ once like.
1: No, AJ loves Dixon Cider like, <laughs> Dixon Cider It was right on the fucking yeah. hard camera side The yeah. whole time
2: They didn't ever fucking touch it <laughs> They probably didn't even get it They're like, what's Dixon cider? cider? I haven't even heard of that company <laughs>
1: <laughs> No, I didn't see that it Dude, was opposite, I saw it, it was, I was like, what? It was in the right corner opposite hard cam yeah. It was there like the whole
3: fucking night
2: I was to watch it when they
3: put it on the network. Dixon side. <laughs>
2: Dixons. <Sire. laughs> Bravo to that person, by the way. So, uh, uh, <laughs> I think it's awful. It's awful, but it made it on and they kept it there for a while. Well, Let's just like the other one, one peeing her butt. Peeing her butt, that's right. So uh, <laughs> good stuff. So Santino and <laughs> Emma end up defeating Fandango and Summer Ray. Oh, my God. Um, that takes us into the next matchup. Another matchup, uh, like Where the, the crowd like, just boo
3: the
1: fuck out of them.
2: Yeah, Sheamus going up against Christian. Like, it was clunky, but they were working
1: hard. You could tell yeah. they were working hard. Like what they ever do, they do nothing to make. Uh, I-, this a- I get it. Like you see this match, and you're like, okay, I can't emotionally invest because of the lack of stakes that are obviously associated with this match. Right. Both these guys clearly have no direction, but you know that they were. Both these guys are like, I get it. Seamus is a fucking terrible baby face. <laughs> he's an he, it's an awful gimmick. Mm-hmm. But he's really good inside the ring, and so is Christian. And you could tell they were working hard. Yeah. So like watch shit on these guys? I don't know. I just mentioned Seamus had like
2: bruises all over his body.
1: That dude bruises like
3: <laughs> I really felt like the last time he's been versing Christian. Like, I know I know he's a smaller guy, Christian, but like when he gets on the ropes and he beats the fuck, he really I felt like he, he like lays like in. beat the
2: fuck out of Christian. Yeah. So uh they I mean it wasn't a bad match by any means.
1: It w- it wasn't good, and I'm not saying you needed to kiss their ass,
2: mm-hmm. but they
1: were obviously working hard, and I don't know why you needed to shit on it.
2: Yeah. So, but anyway, Sheamus ends up defeating Christian, and later on in the show, Christian attacks uh, Sheamus backstage. So it looks like we're not done with this feud yet. So you best get used to it. Yeah. Um. So that Ooh, takes yeah. us that takes us into a tag match. Oksana and Alicia Fox going up against the Bella Twins. from WWE. I don't know, whatever. Antonio Cesaro.
1: What are they going to do now that they have like the super, the other super fake accent chick with uh, Alexander Russo? (laughs) 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 They can make them a tag team.
2: (laughs) I don't know. Rusev. (laughs) That's all you have to do. Just yell that. Um, Do your Russian impression, Daniel. No, I'm not going to do it. Uh, Bella's end up getting the victory. (laughs) <laughs> nothing, nothing. Yeah, just stab me in the hand. Uh, next up, we got to see Daniel Bryan come out uh, and basically saying, you know, this is why I love this crowd because you have a voice and you like to voice your opinions. Uh, Triple H is being a coward. That brings out Triple H and Stephanie McMahon. They cut a, you know, really great heel promo. They, they pushed through that crowd. Um,
1: they like bask in the hatred. Stephanie
2: definitely did. They were like,
1: (laughs) they were just so happy about how fucking hated they were.
2: And that was pretty awesome, right? You could, I mean, you could see the smile on Stephanie's face and she's like, I am am so glad that they're doing this. That
1: fucking McMahon blood. (laughs) Yeah. I don't give a damn what you think.
2: So, um, just really good stuff from they these guys. They thought they
1: were like fuck you and they were like we love
0: this. <laughs> like,
2: yeah. The fans are saying fuck you. They are thinking thank Bring it you. On. Thank you. <laughs> so, thank you. Bring it on. Uh just really really good stuff. Um you know, this was like the first definitive um showing from Triple H that he is go- that you know, he is the full-blown heel where he's just like listen, bud, You're you know, B+ player. you know, B+ is is a great place to be. Uh, you know, but you're just not, you know, you're not gonna do it. I'm sorry, isn't uh, the match isn't gonna happen? Uh, I love the exchange where uh, where Dana Brown was like, "Hey, maybe Stephanie can put on your trunks, so you can wear her skirt, and she and I can have a match at WrestleMania." And then he, and then uh, ninety percent sure she would be, here. she'd whip your ass, you know, like just just that stuff. Just really good. Um, yeah. Like I said, pushing pushing through the crowd. There's no way I would have been able to. Keep focus On what I was even saying I
1: can't, I can't keep focus On what I'm saying Half the time We're in here
2: <laughs> And it shows this is matter Boo Boo say
1: Wow, CM Punk! Just CM earlier Punk. when Homeboy was at the window and you guys were looking at him, I was like, I was like, conscious what? that he was there. I was like, I kept like, should he's I stop?
2: Looking, he's not going I'm gonna film him. Uh,
1: what am I saying? Because I know there's a guy over there. Am I? Am I still talking? Should I shut up?
2: So what did what did you think about this uh, this segment?
1: I mean, I mean, you gotta give them their props. Yeah, I mean, like, definitely. That was, I mean, who? Not I many people. Great. Could
3: I thought mm. that was great. It's like we're not gonna let you're not gonna bother us. So like,
1: we give Triple H our fair shit, our yeah. fair share of shit. But uh, you gotta give credit where it's due. I
2: mean, yeah, we're we're not afraid to yeah to say, look, man, you did a good job. So uh, you know, we give good, we give bad. That's how it works. So uh, just really good stuff. Um. I would still like to see Daniel Bryan find a way into the main event at WrestleMania. Maybe that could be something pertaining to well, Hulk Hogan's big announcement next week. Brother. I don't think that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but what I'm... Well, you know something. Uh, well, I think the way they ended Raw, they left it in a weird way where they could go anywhere they wanted to. Yes. They could continue with uh, the Triple H stuff. If that's the plan they want to follow through on. And they had all three guys out there to where they could... They, they Sort of like teased where it would make sense to a triple threat uh-huh. if they were going to do that. So,
2: yep, yep, yep. What'd it do? So, uh, yeah. Next up, we got to see Dolph Ziggler coming out with uh, the actor. I forget his name. Aaron, Aaron Paul. Yeah, him. Um, going up against Alberto Del Rio. Pretty short matchup. Ziggler gets the win. You know, guest host. Happy I guess, to be there. Yeah,
3: Ziggler, uh, Ziggler gets the win because he's with the guest host. Yes.
2: Um, but I mean, a- for those guys. Anything else to really take away from the matchup?
1: This was no. fucking awful. This was awful. <laughs> this was so bad. Look, look, Jesse Pinkman's awesome. Yeah, I, I agree. Breaking Bad is probably one of the best shows ever, and uh, but this was not Breaking Bad. This was some fucking this shitty raw. car movie, and uh, this was Deep so bad. Speed. Yeah, like you could tell. Like, yeah. It's a great show, and he's great in that show. But you could tell this guy didn't fucking get it. He didn't know what the fuck was up. Yeah, it was like, I'm dead. It was just bad, speed, man. It was bad, man. And I guess they tried to protect him by putting him with Ziggler because they didn't think the crowd would turn on him if they put him with Ziggler. Yeah. But how bad those, like Del Rio falls for the old guy is gonna stand up on the fucking. Uh, <laughs> hey, you sit down. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this was bad, man. Bad, <laughs> bad,
2: whoa, bad, whoa,
3: bad. Whoa, 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 whoa. You trying to talk to me?
2: Okay, what? Well, well, if you're standing on a table, you clearly want my attention. So I'm going to come over here and say, hey, you need to sit down, sir. That's a safety hazard. You don't want to get hurt, especially if you have to drive back out of the arena. Which, that whole segment backstage with all the divas watching the. I heard even
1: drive it off
2: Ziggler. <laughs> that was so <laughs> unbearably painful to watch. I like cars that go fast. <laughs> what do you mean by that, Oksana? I like it when they go fast. Uh, sure you do. That's
1: what good, does that mean? I don't know, but like, you're, that's a good <laughs> so Nick, that's a good Nikki, right?
2: There. <laughs> Wait, should I do like Nikki or all right? Bri? You're doing Nikki. Oh, okay, all right. I don't, I don't remember which one <laughs> was who. Right. So, like Nikki. I thought you knew because
1: you were doing your like uh, perfectly.
2: Oh, thanks. Appreciate <laughs> it. So, <laughs> which by the way, aren't you guys uber excited? We're like two weeks away. Total Divas Season 2. What to
1: do? There you go.
2: Ain't uh, nothing but a G thing. I'm, Baby. No. Yeah, air 5.
1: Oh! <laughs> <laughs> so,
2: yeah. Next matchup we got to see Big air E. air made
1: you touch my balls.
2: <laughs> <laughs> next matchup, Big E going up against Jack Swagger. Uh, this matchup was short. I mean, it barely even got started, and Cesaro decided to attack Big E, um, delivering the uh, the neutralizer. And Swagger's like, what the hell are you doing in my match? I had him. I had him. Was I the only one who was like,
1: didn't, before they like say what was happening, they just cut to them in the ring. I was like, didn't Biggie already wrestle? Yeah. I was like, either like, you know, this
2: is a time filler or they're trying to progress this story quick.
1: Yeah. And it was just as stupid this time. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it made more sense this time because Cesaro was just like, oh, yeah, fuck you, buddy. Well, I'm gonna now do we're even.
2: Right. One on one, even though you've done it twice. So. Two
1: wrongs don't make a right, Cesaro. Yeah. It was stupid he did it the
2: first time. And then, uh, then Swagger. Well, man, they
1: fucking lost their shit when they thought that he was gonna. Yes. The
2: swing. Yeah, Swagger push, pushes Cesaro, and Cesaro's like, "Hey, man, don't do that anymore, or you know, it's going down. It's going and down." Swagger pushes him again, and he knocks him down, and gets him ready for the Cesaro swing. And Zeb's like, "Hey, that's your brother. Don't do that to your brother. Your brother's brother." I thought Zeb was pretty good in this. Yeah, I mean, he he He's did good. fine. I'm just you know, childishly. Acting like that, so. don't point at me. Um,
1: I like how he was like, You guys hug,
2: hug it Zed, out. Right, Zeb yeah. was adamant <laughs> about these guys hugging, <laughs> hug it out. That's right,
1: and it was the most insincere hug ever. They were like, <laughs> like patting <laughs> each other on the back like that. <laughs> I
2: love you, man. So, yeah. Okay? yeah, I'm fine.
1: Well, we know that swagger doesn't like hugs. Child, you're baby. doing like Seamus style, beating yourself. Up with-
3: we, don't know, we know uh, Swagger doesn't like hugs. Remember that time where Cesaro tried to hug him and he pushed <laughs> him away? you doing me, man. What
1: are you doing? Swagger's not secure in his sexuality. He <laughs> cannot hug another man? And I liked
2: whenever uh, Zeb did the put your hand over your heart and say along with us. And Cesaro and Swagger just staring each other down as they're saying it. We the people. You know, just really good stuff. Um, so it's inevitably going to happen. Um, but, you know, we'll have to see. Next up, we got to see John Cena hobble out to the ring. Um, cut a promo, basically talking about how much he loves that the uh, the Allstate Arena in Chicago. It's where he started. It's where he is now. And he's had some great matches. He's had some not so great matches. Um That's what the crowd did? Yeah, trying to Boo! trying to get the crowd, you know, back into it. Uh, guess what the crowd? Guess
1: how the crowd reacted? I'm the a chair? little bit hurt. Yeah,
2: oh, I guess y'all will like that. Yay! Well, I'm still gonna keep fighting. Boo!
1: Why would, they, why would they shit on Cena here? Because it was a totally fine promo. And let me tell you one fucking thing. It's because they don't like
2: Cena. That's, but that's here, as simple as that. Here's
1: the thing, though. Cena's not in the fucking main event.
2: Yeah. He didn't even wrestle that night.
1: Let me tell you another Whoa. fucking thing. In WrestleMania 30, Cena's matches no better than fourth from the top of the card. Yeah. He's working with the... We were just... Last show I was on, which was two weeks
2: ago, mm-hmm. we were
1: just talking about how, like, eh, you know, it'd be great. Cena's great, and I appreciate him more than some. And, uh, you know, yeah. but maybe he should, you know, step work with some young guys. That's exactly what he's doing.
3: Yeah. They they did cheer a little bit, but they did a cheap pop because he, he did say he respect Chicago. Yeah. And they cheered. Hey, and he said like our a, town.
1: Yeah. Hey, well, they're marks for themselves. Yeah. And they shit on stuff unnecessarily. I'm just saying, like, what's the point? Like, Taker Brock is obviously ahead and has gotten more focus. Yeah. Um. The title is obviously ahead and has got more focus. Uh, Brian Triple H is ahead and has got more focus. And I would even argue that the Wyatt's shield has gotten more focus than Cena. So there's yeah. five more focused on stories. than what's the need to shit on Cena here other than to be a smarky, head up your own ass asshole? They want to be we a smarky, punk, up their head, though. we
2: head want their punk. ass asshole.
3: CM punk. So,
2: anyways, Wyatt's family decided to cut a promo on that. Saying you know you're like a horse, who used to race all the time and you came in first place, but now you're just looking for a place to continue racing. I thought it
1: made more sense than normal.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I was able to follow it a little bit. Now yeah. I just I can't. It. I can't he's recreate it in my
1: head. Uh, yeah. He's out. You're gonna put him out the pasture because he's not. You're gonna die. But although I thought they breed, they breed those horses when they get old instead of killing them, right? Because that's how they get the new studs.
2: Yeah. We're gonna breed you, John Cena. <laughs> that
1: that would have been, been weird if he were to take you there. <laughs> he was like,
2: we're gonna take you. It's
1: over, Cena. We're gonna breed you. We're gonna take you out to the pasture and breed, breed, breed you. You're gonna get fucked.
2: <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> anyway, we're so touch your penis, John Cena. With like five minutes before the top of the hour, we get Dana Bryan going up against Batista. Yes. I saw that. Very cute. It um, is very, very cute. Uh, like five minutes before the top of the hour, Brian versus Boutista.
1: Let's let's put a little buffer in between me and Daniel saying that something was cute after talking about <laughs> John Cena getting busted. Let's clarify that we're not talking about that. Tyler put a picture on it. Showed us a picture on his phone that, uh, that we said was greet cute. You, and, uh, boy. Yeah, not that. Yeah. Not John Cena getting bre-
2: bread. Get
3: bread. <laughs> yes.
1: So,
2: uh, yeah, cute stuff. Um, the picture, not, the picture, not Cena getting. It's breeded. my little
3: niece with the Daniel Bryan beard, uh, yes. pointing pointing fingers up in the air. Can- so, yeah. Yes.
2: Yeah. So, anyways, Bryan versus Batista, short matchup. It ended with disqualification. Uh, Randy Orton getting involved. Uh, Triple H and Kane getting involved. Everyone ganging up on Daniel Bryan, and th- and like Doug said, this sets it up. To go wherever they want. Um, I feel like putting Daniel Bryan in the main event would make the most sense now since Batista turned heel on SmackDown. So you got two heels facing each other and you Very add. Very weird if you don't add it in. And you add Daniel Bryan. Yeah, it just. It will not work. Um, uh, just. Well, it cracked me up at the end. I told Daniel about this after
3: he got Batista bombed and then. He was laying on the ground. Triple H goes up to him about to say something. He kicks him in the head. Yeah. Oh, my God. I cracked up when he did that.
2: It's really good stuff.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> he just kicks him in the head.
2: Really getting tired of you, Brian. Oh! <laughs> 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 and then Cole's like, defiant to the end. I'm like, this isn't the end. But it's oh, the end of the show. Shit. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, that's how they close out the show. However, did, you watch, did you watch the post show? They did. I did, yes. They have that post show that's going on. And this is kind of where I have like an issue with the post show because they to show the post matches and you, stuff. You see yeah, you see Big Show come out, you see Cena come out and you know, they're not they're not really I mean they're focusing a little bit on it. They're showing a little bit so what's So the going dark on.
1: main events happening in the background.
2: Right. Okay. Like stuff's well, happening in the background and they'll either, you know, like they showed Big Show, like they Put the camera solely on him as he's coming out and seeing it coming out. They
3: show a little bit of it.
2: But yeah. Then they went back to talk. Then they went back to the panel, and you can see it happening in the background. And, you know, it, it kind of, I don't know, it kind of takes it away from me. Like, I, I would have preferred, like, if they had the, the panel 180'd, where you well, can't see what's happening in the ring. I don't know
3: if it, one thing that kind like, what? I don't know if they said SmackDown or the next roll. They're like, oh, Big Show returns. Yeah, exactly. Because Big Show returns next like, SmackDown.
1: You see, he's right there. He's right. He just <laughs> returned. He's right there.
3: He's I see right him. He's right
2: behind you. Yeah. yeah.
1: He's like 50 feet away. <laughs> he's standing behind
2: them. He's like, he goes, h- He's like, hovering over. Them. <laughs> ah, so. I like I can
1: see. I, I've been
2: holding forever, I got a piss.
3: Okay. I can see Daniel right. Bryan, high five and big show and John Cena in Woo! the back.
2: Yeah. I mean, you know, it's just something that kind of takes it away. Just like at
3: the the pre show, they had uh superstars going on. Superstars.
2: Yes. Yeah, they had a match going on. Yeah,
3: they did. It was and it was So weird. that's what's gonna happen. So I guess I wonder Okay, let me ask you a question. So Raw mm. They have superstars before Raw.
2: They have like one or two matches for superstars. Okay. And then the other happens on SmackDown. Because so, you th- you have to think Raw is three hours, yeah. SmackDown's only two. Yeah. So that gives you an hour to do main event and. Uh, I was going to say superstars. if they had any
3: uh, dark matches.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But now the post mm-hmm. stuff's going
3: to happen now, so. Yep. It's going to be on there. Yep. I don't know if they're going to focus on. It. You can see in the background, but they did focus a little bit when Big Show came out and all that so stuff. They both they all turned around and like. Oh, they showed. The Wait a show? minute, dog. Well that was the only thing that got me. Like, oh, Big Show makes his return. I was like, okay, officially he's not on the air. But I mean, technically, you're on the network. Yeah. So he's like, you're watching there. it. You see it happening. He did return there. So yeah,
2: I, I don't know. It's it's whatever. It no, it's not whatever. It's, <laughs> just, it's silly. Like, you know, if you're gonna do something like that, have him like in one of the VIP suites above the ring or something. You know, have him have them somewhere where we can't see what's happening. Bathroom. No, that would be terrible. We're here from I'm the. Imagine, we're here from the I'm just imagining like Josh Matthews, Booker T, you know Alex Riley, and then somewhere someone like flushes and walks out of a stall or something like
3: okay, that. Okay, there's one thing I'm, I want to say, and like I don't. What about don't know if stalls?
2: You... He's suggesting that they need to have the post show and pre show in the bathroom. That's so I can imagine like Josh Matthews, Booker T, Alex Riley, all in a <laughs> bathroom, and then you hear a. Whoosh, <laughs> and, like, out walks, like, Jey Uso and, like, going to wash his hands. Excuse me, guys. Just I have to by say,
3: you. I enjoy uh, Alex Riley uh, on the pre and post show and stuff. Even on NXT, I like Shut his commentary. Shut the fuck No, I okay, don't I like it. <laughs> I was I about to, like to say, it. that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just
1: kidding. I don't think he's that bad. Yeah. That's cool. I can't I get into. I don't know why.
2: Yeah. Because even the pre and post shows can go hey right.
3: I mean, I know no one really got behind him when he was – I don't know if he still wrestles or not, but I hope the best that he can, you know, move on up. You the know, And I guess some commentary and all that stuff. Of
2: you. So, yeah, so really cool stuff. So that's how they close out Raw. Now it's something kind of special. You're listening to a special interview segment for the official podcast for WrestlingNewsSource.com. Okay, folks, joining us on the show this week, he will be appearing at WrestleCon in New Orleans, WrestleMania weekend, courtesy of Clutch City Productions. He's going to be joining Scott Hall, Bobby the Brain Heenan, Brett the Hitman Hart, Jen the Anvil, Nightheart, and many more. It's the one and only Scott Norton. Mr. Norton, welcome to the show. Well,
0: Thanks for having me. Glad to be here.
2: Oh, We certainly appreciate you coming on. Like we said, you will be attending at WrestleCon uh, New Orleans, WrestleMania weekend. You getting pumped up for that? You getting excited?
0: Yes, I am. The best thing about it is I get to see some friends I haven't seen for a long time, and uh, Bobby Heen and Ninehart uh, and it's going to be great to see everybody.
2: Very cool. And yeah, you were part of the, uh, the big um, Clutch City production super show that they had last year. Uh, got to meet all the guys um, at, o- over there and had a lot of fun. Uh, how does it feel going to these conventions and, and getting to meet fans of, of past years?
0: Well, that's awesome. You know, it's always good to get back and get connected with the fans again and uh get back into it. Uh your blood starts flowing, It uh brings back a lot of great memories and it's just uh you know, just gets everything flying. Gets you gets you thinking a little bit.
2: Very cool. Uh you started uh you started your career as a professional arm wrestler and then transi- uh transitioned into uh wrestling. How did that come about?
0: Well I was uh I won the world tournament and uh with over the top. I was traveling worldwide when I was in Japan. I was approached, and uh, I talked with a couple friends of mine. Hawk basically was a, the one guy that I talked to, uh, and find him mostly, and uh, he told me that it was a serious offer, and, uh, and I went from there.
2: Very cool stuff. And you, uh, you actually got to travel to Japan and uh, wrestle in front of the crowds over there. Then you went over to WCW, where most of the fans uh, of today would probably know you from. But you're, you know, very well known over in in Japan. What's uh, you know what are the differences between working in the states and working in Japan?
0: Well, it's uh, in Japan. It's more what you do in the ring. There's not as much interviews, not much in front of the camera. It's more of your performance here in the states. It's more, you know, they're gonna more interviews, more managers, more angles. In Japan, it's more of a sport to the people. And uh, as far as you know, the wrestling style, the style is quite a bit more physical it's a harder tougher style over there than it is here and that's something that fit me to a T
2: very cool You know, you you wrestled in WCW. You were part of the NWO. Um, you know, so so many stories come out of WCW, featuring you know backstage politics and this and that. Uh, did you ever in, encounter any of that? What you know, what were some of your experiences uh, backstage at, at WCW?
0: <laughs> you are been on Monday Night Show. I mean, for crying out loud, it's uh, every week. Yeah, you, you know that's just the business. I mean, you got uh, NWO is a. Uh, a collection of the biggest eagles and professional <laughs> wrestling, I mean, of course there's gonna be some politics going on. I mean, uh it's just part of the business. It's a little you know the politics of professional wrestling in the States is so much different than it is in Japan where there really aren't any. But in the States you're gonna run into a lot of uh a lot of that. Um, and uh <clears throat> I could tell you a story after story after story, but I mean what happens there kinda of stays there.
1: Uh, I'm not sure um, if you keep up with the current product at all, but uh, I was listening uh, a few years ago. I was listening to um, an interview uh, that uh, Colt Cabana conducted with uh, the then Brian Danielson, the, the now Daniel Bryan. And he spoke like super highly of you as like a, a great guy and as uh, someone who was like very helpful when, you know, during his tours of Japan, where uh, just being a guy who knew exactly uh, what to do. Uh, exactly, you know, how to convey to him what he needed to do to uh, to do well there. And uh, i just wondering, like, um, if you remember teaming with him you, uh, at that time, and uh, did you see, like, you know, one of the biggest, like, present-day stars in him at that time or uh, not so much?
0: Well, to be honest with you, uh, as far as helping guys along, you know, I started business when I was 30 years old, and uh, which is awfully late. And I was helped by a ton of guys. A lot of people gave me went out of their way to help me, and I always said to myself, and I always wanted to play it, pay it forward. And you know, it, he is an amazing professional wrestler, a great young kid. And when he came in, you just couldn't you couldn't help but want to help him. And the only thing I really, you know, we, you know, we, you teach him where where to go, how to go, how to go about your business, how to get comfortable in the locker room, who to deal with, who, not, you know, slowly get get into it. And then, you know, as far as seeing how good he was, it was amazing. I wrestled a tag match. He and I against Lager and uh, Nagata in Japan. And uh, we just absolutely blew it up. I mean, it was one of the best matches I've ever been in my career and mostly because of him. I mean, he is just an amazing talent, a good young guy and uh, you know, a big fan of his. I'm really proud of him.
2: Do you keep up with the current product? Do you do you watch uh, and and follow TNA, WWE, Ring of Honor, any any of the uh, promotions like
0: that? Well, you know, I watch a little bit of WWE. You know, I kind of keep online. I I follow what's going on in Japan pretty good, but uh it's something you know, I've gotten away from it for a while, and I've been working on a couple projects of my own and whatnot. And now, you know, I'm starting to get back around doing some autograph deals with the NWO guys, and we're starting to get back out there a little bit. And I got some things, you know, become. I got a book that I'm we're just close to finishing up, and you know, it's I'm starting to pay more attention to it. But you know, after you know, twenty some years rolling, you kind of I take a step away for a second, you know, and, and, you know, and I did that and it's, uh, now that I'm back, you know, thinking about it, talking about it, really working on this book and then being around the guys there, everything, you know, just back inside me. I mean, it's, you know, something that I love and I miss, you know, once you step away from you, you realize how much you miss it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I don't, I never like watching myself on TV. I never was a guy that would go and, you know, wrestle Monday night them him and have to run down to the, from the hotel and get downstairs to watch the replay. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's just something, you know, I was in it. I was there. It was enough for me. So, you know, but I do watch. You know, I mean, I want to watch my friends. and I want to see some of the guys. And, you know, Daniel's one of the guys I do watch. And it is, uh, you know, half and half.
2: Very nice. Now, uh, what a... Uh, you did mention your book uh, that's that's in progress of of getting published. What are what are some of the details that fans have uh, have to look forward to? What you know, uh, what, where does the journey begin and end for the story?
0: Well, it starts out when I was just a young kid with my dad uh, doing concrete work, and it goes all the way up to my teen years and some of the crazy things I did before I got into professional wrestling, and and uh, of course some of the great experiences I had with friends. In the business and you know travel around the world, North Korea there's a hell of a chapter there, <laughs> and then you know some my relationships with some of the friends I got are just absolutely amazing and it's a chance for me to acknowledge these people and it's, you know to really express my feelings how you know how much they meant to me and how great they were to me i you know the opportunity I had in Japan was uh, People really stuck their neck out for me. They they gave me every chance, every opportunity a guy could have possibly want to, to make it. You know what I mean? And you know, and I, you know, Hawk always told me he says, you know, they open a door, but you walk through it, and that's true. You know, but I mean, uh, there's I had some people that just um, it, it's just when when the book comes out, and people get to understand and from my perspective what went on and what it takes to get. In another country, as far as, you know, in Japan, I was considered a Japanese wrestler being an American. That's very difficult to do. There's only a few guys that are able to really, you know, get to that level. And then, you know, but they, you know, you just don't always do it on your own. So it, that's one part of the book that I'm super excited about. And then, you know, there's a lot to do with my arm wrestling. And, uh, it's just it's a pretty darn good read. At first, I was really. Pretty nervous about doing it, but now I'm just, I'm pretty excited. I mean, I'm very proud of this book.
3: With the launch of the WWE Network, fans can go back and uh, see some of your matches in WCW. Uh, Is there any favorites that stick out in in your mind?
0: Well, the one I get uh, the most uh, kickback on is the one with uh, Ernest Miller, the cat. (laughs) 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 Yeah, I mean, uh, that's kind of a funny deal. You know, we're in my hometown. You got the biggest mouth in the business out there running you down. They got about 500 buddies out there ringside. And I don't think he really realized what was coming. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, I mean, uh, sometimes, you know, there's got to be a a victim, and he was it.
2: That's how the NWO ran.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah. I mean, we just, uh, you know, that was the greatest time to be a professional wrestler. I mean, being part of the NWO. Mm -hmm. Uh, Nobody understands how big that was. I mean, Holland national, I mean, it, it was just, it was amazing to be around it and be part of it. You know, and, and we took that to Japan too. I mean, Japan was, the NWO was as big there. It was here. Nobody really realizes that, but, and that's another part of a, my book, you know, as far as we take it, us taking it there. And, uh, the NWO was really, uh, much bigger than people really realize. I think.
2: You know, you've gotten to wrestle all over the world. You've wrestled, you know, very, you know, many different opponents. Was was there anyone that you know when they when they gave you their name, you you thought, oh God, not this. You know, this is just going to be terrible. Or were there, was there anyone that you just absolutely loved working with? Um, and was there anyone that you didn't get a chance to work with that you would have liked to? Oh
0: well, the last question is one that I could really. Yeah, there's a ton of guys I'd love to. I had a chance to work with, uh, you know, that uh, I And I've always said that's one thing about my career is, you know, not going into the, into the WWE, you know, to have an opportunity to, you know, do a program with uh, Bret Hart and back it up with Steve Austin or, and, you know, go to a guy like The Rock or Jericho. I mean, just to be able to work a program with these guys and work them, you know, in a month's time, I mean, it just it elevates you to the max, you know. And there's plenty of guys I'd love to work with that I didn't get an opportunity to work with. But, you know, as far as people that I didn't like to work with, I mean, sure. I mean, there's guys that just don't fit your style, you know, that, you know, that just sometimes just doesn't, you know, it doesn't mix. But as far as you know, I mean, I never worried about anybody I got on it with. I was always pretty confident I was going
2: to be fine. And WWE recently did a, uh, you know, where are they now? Article on you. you. Got to, you know, got to check in on you for some of the fans who hadn't uh, heard or seen of you in a while. Uh, you know, how how was the feeling of doing that? And uh, you know, on a, on a side note, I don't I don't know if uh, Gilbert from Clutch City told you, but the uh, the picture, uh, one of the pictures that was in there. Uh, had me in there, which was kind of cool.
0: Yeah, that was wild at the sushi joint. Yeah. That <laughs> yeah. Was, okay, you were there. You see how much fun we had that hour sitting there having dinner at that sushi joint. Oh yeah. And I mean, you know, that's what it, it was like that for six years. <laughs> <laughs> it was all. It was just the greatest time, you know. what I mean, uh, and you know, I, 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 that picture comes up, and I go, I can't remember his name, and also here we are. <laughs> you know, and that's not a bad thing, you know, because I can look at you know somebody I know for ten years. And I can't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, you know, I was talking to Gil about that, and he told me, and I said, "Holy smokes!" I said, "That's, that's a small world," but <laughs> you know, and that was uh, that was pretty crazy.
2: Yeah, I'm definitely gonna. Uh, I'm I'm gonna try and uh, print that picture out and get it get you to sign it at uh, uh, at WrestleCon.
0: <laughs> oh, absolutely. We we'll get all the guys signed, and uh, you know. Uh, that's just that's just good time after good time after good time. Absolutely, very cool
2: stuff. When when traveling the road, you know, you, you develop your road wives, so to speak. Just the people that you you know, you, they're your core travel buddies. Uh, who who's in the car with Scott Norton as you're traveling from town to town in WCWE?
0: On oh, WCW, kind of weird, but it was me, Bagwell, a lot, Lex Luger, Sting, quite a bit. Uh... Traveled with Brian Adams a lot. Uh, I did some load work on the road with Barbarian quite a bit. <laughs> uh, let's see when Rude came in, me and Rude were buds. You know, I mean, we started hooking up. But you know, I did a. Lot. I was I was fortunate because I got to do the, buff. you know, I mean, it was it was a sweet deal. I mean, from, you know, private plane from Atlanta to wherever you wrestled, and you're back home that night, and uh, that was that was a. Pretty nice little
2: perk. Very cool. So, uh, yeah, it's just, you know, it's really cool to get to get a chance to to catch up with you. Uh, like I said, you're going to be appearing at WrestleCon New Orleans, WrestleMania weekend, courtesy of Clutch City Productions. You're going to be joining Scott Hall, Bobby the Brain Heenan, Brett the Hitman Hard, Jen the Anvil Neihart. Uh To purchase your advance tickets, hop in front of the lines, get your pictures and autographs, go to clutchcityproductions.com. Mr. Norton, we certainly do appreciate it. You have a great night, and we certainly do appreciate you coming on. Thank you, Mr. Norton.
0: Okay. All right. Thank you, guys. Have a
2: good night. You too. All right. Bye. So really cool. Get to talk to, uh, to Scott Norton. We certainly appreciate him coming on the yeah. show. Really cool stuff. If you get the chance, go out to WrestleCon if you're going to WrestleMania and uh, check out the boys that Clutch City Productions is going to be bringing in. Uh, and like we said, go to ClutchCityProductions.com. Get your tickets now. Really cool stuff. It's time to go into the uh, hot topics. Uh, we don't really have anything. Hot nit- pockets. Topics. Hot topics. Topics. So, uh... Pockets. No. Pockets of it's topics. It's hot to-
3: Pocket
2: topics. of top. Yes. Of po- okay. We'll do that. So, uh, nothing really, like, news-related, but some some pretty cool stuff that we have to announce. Uh, we have teamed up, if you haven't seen our Facebook page, we have teamed up with Top Rope Tuesday. So, really cool stuff. They offer really cool shirts. They do one shirt a week, um, you know, for a low price. Really cool stuff. You can go and check them out. Um, Daniel has the shirts. I have yeah. the
1: shirts. We aren't just even shilling, like, uh, some random people we haven't bought from ourselves. That's right.
2: So there you go. Based from experience, I'm very pleased with the shirt that I got. So uh, go to topropetuesday.com and get a T-shirt from them or something like that. Really cool stuff. They offer lots of T-shirts that you can purchase. What are you doing, Tyler? This isn't, a vi- this isn't a video episode. We don't need this facial expression. No one can see it. But we are having some contests um, over the next few weeks. We're gonna be, you know, doing a, you know, sort of a yes or no poll for uh, for raw, so that way, you know, people can uh, enter that way, and it'll also kind of narrow it down as to, you know, how many people get can be entered. But we're also gonna be doing one during the podcast. So we're gonna have like a keyword or a key phrase. We might mix it up. We don't know what we're gonna be doing. But this week we decided to do a uh, a keyword key phrase. Uh so this week you have to go to our Facebook page and comment the the key phrase in you, the
1: show post.
2: In the show post and you will be entered to win um a free shirt from Top Rope Tuesday. And we have to clarify if you win, uh we're gonna need your full address uh and your shirt size. Um, you know, we'll try and we'll try and either message you or you can send us a private message on our Facebook page, W N S podcast. Um uh, and get the information from you that way.
1: And uh, we'll forward that to them, and they're going to send you a shirt. Absolutely. But we're going to be very specific mm-hmm. so that nobody gets their feelings hurt when they don't do the right thing. Yeah. You have to come to our Facebook page, yes. not the main sites,
2: Right. not W&S Wrestling S- News
1: WNS podcast Facebook page. Mm-hmm. It's facebook.com slash podcast. You have to go to this show's th- post on our Facebook page right. and comment in that. And if you don't do that, if you do it somewhere else, it's your own fault. You didn't yeah. follow instructions, right? And you should also go like uh, Top Rope Tuesday because they're the guys partnering with us. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're the guys putting up the free shirts. Uh, yeah. And so yeah, support both of Make sure you like
2: us. like their page right. as well. Tell them hey, you know thanks for thanks for teaming up with us because we certainly appreciate it. Right. And you know it it looked good on on our part if if some of you guys go there and uh, show your support for them as well. Uh, not saying that you have to buy a shirt, but hey, go and like their page and say hey, WNS Podcast sent me. Uh, so if you'd like the shirts, buy the shirt. yeah, definitely. Uh, so this week, like we said, po- uh, comment the, the key phrase on our Facebook page in the show, comment thread. And Doug got to pick the phrase for this week. And the phrase is
1: Tyler is an asshole.
2: So there you go.
1: Motherfuckers.
2: <laughs> so one more time just for the fans. Who want to be registered to win a free shirt from TopRopeTuesday dot The key phrase is Tyler
1: is an asshole.
2: So there you go. So uh,
1: Tyler, how are they? G- tell them exactly <laughs> where and how they're going to put Tyler as an asshole so that they're not confused <laughs> one more time. Explain to them how they can be entered uh, to win the shirt. Well, not entered. It's the first person, right?
2: No, we'll we'll do enter. Oh, okay. And and we'll we'll randomize it. Oh, okay, okay, and then uh. So, Annou- yeah. it.
1: so put on our Facebook. how are they gonna enter? How are they gonna enter uh the keywords <laughs> so that they can enter in this contest to get a free
2: Tuesday? And when should we uh do the cutoff? Should we do Tuesday? Like Tuesday yeah, night? Tuesday to Tuesday? Yeah. Was it so <sighs> if you're listening now, you have until uh Tuesday the eleventh, I believe, at uh six PM Central. We'll do that, something like that. Word up. All right, sounds good. Tyler I'm yeah, so see what, motherfuckers? So put, Tyler, take it away. What do the people have to do? Log into Facebook, go from up, there. Go to,
3: to WNS podcast page and put in Tyler is an asshole. Where at, but where? On her podcast page. No, on, on the, the where on the podcast? On page?
1: the show, the post of the show. Of thread, the show. The show thread.
2: Okay. Yeah, show thread. There you and go. And what yeah.
1: do they have to? They have to type now. What did they have to type again? So that no
3: one.
2: I'm sorry, my it. memory is not what it used to be. Uh, I
1: don't
3: know if you know that Tyler guy, but uh, type in Tyler is an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> thank All you. right. Thanks.
2: Thank you. Don't worry, Tyler. Next week is yours. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so uh, once again, thank you to the fine folks over at Top Rope Tuesday. We certainly appreciate the, the opportunity to work with you guys.
1: Hey, yo, Daniel, I'm yep. going to let you finish. Okay. But I just want to let you know that Tyler is an asshole.
2: Which is the key phrase for this week's <laughs> Top Rope Tuesday free T-shirt giveaway? So there you go. Uh, other bit of hot topic news: uh, Booker T's reality of wrestling taking place this weekend. If you happen to be in the Houston area, head on down to 16511 Diana Lane, Clear Lake Sports and Recreation Center. Amazing Kong going to be the special guest this week. So really cool stuff. Go and check her out. If you happen to be in the area, go to the show. Let the people, the fine folks over at Booker T's Reality Wrestling know that the WNS podcast sends you as well. Really cool stuff. And we're actually trying to, you know, look into maybe getting some some sort of sponsorship, stuff like that. You know, who knows? Um, from, I don't know, maybe like Netflix or something like that. Who knows? Well, we're working on stuff like that. But uh, really cool stuff in the future to look forward to. You can probably get
1: Audible.com. They sponsor everything. Oh, they
2: do, don't they? We need to try sponsor that. It's like, every podcast. <laughs> yes. So, uh, so we can look into something like that. So really cool. Uh, and if you guys happen to have a small business or something and you're, and you're wanting to shell out some cash, and we'll do a shameless plug for you. By all means, go ahead. Uh, time to go into the Q&A portion of the show. Your questions, our answers. First and only question coming to us from Thomas Drop-A-Low, son. Drop-A-Low, son. drop a drop He's so I- an
1: asshole. Tyler is an asshole.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Saying, so I'm back home after a great week on vacation slash holiday slash whatever in Blackpool. Uh, even Isn't if that the- where Regal's from? I think so. least
1: build from there,
2: right? Somewhere like that. Uh, Even if the weather was less than great, to say the least, I've been thinking if you could go on a week's trip to any place in the world, where would you go? Why and what would you do whilst there?
1: Um,
2: New Orleans for WrestleMania (laughs) uh,
1: for me, it would be Japan just because Mm. um, I think like uh, Japanese culture would like cater to my like obsessive like nature mm. cuz you always hear about like in Japan they have those like cool like themed bars and restaurants yeah. and stuff where it's like uh i don't know like the the video game or like the the anime or the manga thing places theme places mm-hmm. where you like go into the restaurant and it's all like you know whatever plus you know tons of good wrestling uh yeah, yeah i i don't know i think I, I would i would i would love to visit japan but i am terrified of Flying, and I
0: would
2: never be on a plane for that long. You can go on a boat. Yeah, I think forever. Very long, very long. but um,
1: Japan would be awesome.
2: I would like to go to Japan, but I'm a very picky eater, so I don't know what I would be able to eat there just because I am so very picky. Um, I'd like to go to the U.K. and check out some of the stuff that's there as well. Um, I don't know. Um, if, I, if I had to book a flight right now, I'd, I'd probably go somewhere in the U.K., how about you, Tom? Um,
3: I want to go Germany. Germany. Uh, I, I took a German class or two German classes in high school, and uh, from what I saw in the books and learned, because also our teacher was from Germany, it, it just sounded interesting. So,
2: very cool. Yeah. So there you go. So uh, thank you for the question. Make sure to submit your questions on our Facebook page, WNS Podcast. Also our YouTube page, WNS Video. You can check us out on wrestlingnewsource.com and com on Facebook. And you can subscribe to us on iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast.
3: Hey, Daniel. Hey. We're on Player.fm. Cool. Stitcher. Yeah. And Beyond Pod. Awesome. And you can search uh, Wrestling News Source Podcast and you can find us.
2: There you go. Very
1: cool. Don't forget to enter our uh, contest. <laughs> Uh, Top The keyword, Tyler is an asshole. Uh, we are on Twitter. The Definitely. main site's at WNSource. We are at WNS Podcast. Daniel is at under WNS underscore Daniel. Tyler is at Tyler underscore Bear. Go tweet at him. Make him tweet more. Tell him he's an asshole on Twitter. <laughs> um, yeah.
2: There you go. So Thank you all for listening. We certainly do appreciate it. Thank you to Scott Norton. Uh, thank you to Clutch City Productions for hooking us up with the interview for that one. If
1: Scott Norton listened all the way through the end of the show here and Scott Norton will tweet at Tyler and just Graber <laughs> and, put, <laughs> and tweet Tyler is an asshole, I will mark the fuck out
2: for that. Day made. So uh, <laughs> Please, Mr. Norton. <laughs> so there you go. For the podcast crew, I am Dan O'Haron. Motherfuckers. I'm Tyler.
1: <laughs> He's fucking Tyler. Aber. an asshole.
2: I'm Doug. And we will catch you all next week.